Welcome back to the Kickabout episode, bonus content of Knox Soccer Podcast. It is only four days until the first match of one Knoxville's inaugural season this Saturday, May 14th at Austin East High School against Asheville City SC. We thought it'd be awesome to bring you bonus-related content every single day leading up to the match. So stay tuned to your pod feeds each and every morning for a new blast of one Knoxville goodness to get you amped for the season opener. Today, we're going all the way back to episode number two, where we interview Mark McComas and Drew McKenna, partners of One Knoxville Sporting Club. I'm queuing up their answer to our favorite podcast question, is Knoxville a soccer town? And their answer tees up this week and forthcoming match so brilliantly. So Mark and Drew, is Knoxville a soccer town? I'll point to three groups of people or demos, if you will, that I think off of any one you could build. And we have all three. And then I'll point to one trend that I think glues it all together. So one is youth soccer. <clears throat> it's a big youth soccer town outside of Atlanta. There's, there's, you know, if, if you, they're either, if you're going to out of your community to take your kid to youth soccer stuff and you're in this greater region and you're not going to Atlanta, it's probably Knoxville in our different clubs that we have here. Uh, so it's a big youth, youth scene. The parents are deeply invested, deeply involved, big soccer fanatics not just kind of following their kids around because they have to, like they're invested in it from some of the ones that I know personally. So that group right there, I believe, are going to be very excited about this. The second group is UT traditional sports fans. Some You might think intuitively that avid supporting of UT football won't translate to other sports, but not from our research. From our research, it indicates it absolutely translates it's more true that we are a sports town than we are a UT sports town. That's what we found. And I'll, I'll say that wasn't my initial uh, intuition going into it, but that's that, that came out loud and clear. So sports fans that UT has generated and cultivated by being such a strong institution, I believe they will be our fans too. And then the third group, the dark horse that I think gets overlooked is all of the non-traditional, non-sports fans uh, subcultures, whether you're talking about the uh, more urban scene or a more gentrified, you know, the 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 transplants, people who, um, you know, have not opted into sports traditionally. Soccer has that global, non-traditional alt feel if you're in the Southeast. And so that appeals to you because you're participating in something that isn't basic, if you know what I mean. So I think that crew will show up, show up strong as well. And the trend that overlays all this and adds a multiplier to all of it is a really strong interest and desire to double down on things that are good for our community right now. Like, you know, I, I talked to somebody that said, I literally think soccer is the dumbest sport of all time. I don't get it. I never will. And I will show up and support this team to the hilt <laughs> because they love Knoxville and they're excited about what's happening here and they want to be a part of it. And they want, they, they want to contribute to it. So when you add that aspect of almost, you know, foaming at the mouth to push our community forward and see it become greater things than it has been, and those three solid groups of people to build on, I personally, you know, I, I reserve the right to say, you know, oh, I guess it was a rolling start. I think it's going to go off with a bang and, and we're going to see a rather sudden culture shift towards soccer supporting and, and and it may appear like it came out of nowhere but i think it's i think it's a lot stronger like if you're in some of the supporter groups 
for some of the you know European League and stuff like that, you know, you know it's here, right? It may be more of a subculture, but it's it's definitely here, and that'll get activated, and I think it'll all come together and quickly form its own identity. We're becoming more and more of a soccer country, right? Like that's where it starts. That's the macro. Like soccer is growing in this country at a rate uh, kind of never seen before, both from a playing perspective and from a viewership perspective. Big part of that is stuff totally out of, out of our control, like you know EPL and all that sort of stuff. But it's it's filtering into everything. The lower level soccer system in the U.S. is stronger and stronger every year, uh, and that's what we're plugging into. I mean, specific to Knoxville, it has an incredibly strong youth soccer system. There's there's five state championships awarded every year in Tennessee, uh, and the boys, two of the five were were Knoxville teams, Webb and and Austin East this year. Uh, there's high quality soccer here. And that's, you know, those aren't just kids who play and then forget about it. They they're supporting an EPL side. They're supporting an MLS side. You know, they're going to Nashville. We had six kids this year move from Knoxville to Nashville to play for Nashville SC's Academy. Like this is, this is as much a soccer town as any other place. Separate from that, there's the question of size and scale, right? Knoxville's growing in a way it hasn't grown in, in the past. There's no reason at its core that Knoxville can't be, as effective or, or as meaningful a soccer town as any other city in America, the, the sense that that Knoxville's missing something that would disallow it for being a soccer town, uh, I don't know what that is, and I, you know, I haven't I haven't seen that over the past you know year of having conversations with folks in Knoxville about soccer. Uh, I think it does take somebody to you know, like you said, invest and do the work to stand something up. Um, but one of the reasons we're really confident in what we're doing is because we expect that there's going to be be an audience there. Uh, that's hungry for this, like yourself. And we've seen that already through survey responses and, and community growth and all that sort of stuff. We've certainly seen passion through this process as well. So, um, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think there's anything about Knoxville that disqualifies it. And there's plenty of things that qualified as a strong soccer town. Come join us and, and commit to building a soccer town, right? That's the great thing about soccer in America is like the future of soccer in America is literally in our hands. Anybody who wants to be impactful in soccer in America can be impactful. That's like the, that's kind of the, the infantile stage that the sport's at at this moment. And that's changing quick. 2026 is going to change that. So, so we're all on, on, on kind of the cusp of something that's growing in a really effective way and, and, and getting people like yourself and Patty to, to jump in and start building Knoxville as a soccer town uh, along with us is, is huge. And that's part of the solution, right, is, is getting people like yourselves uh, to get off the sidelines and, 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 and get into the operation of, of, of building this into the city that you want it to be. If you want to hear the full episode on how One Knoxville came to be, be sure to revisit episode number two. Be sure to grab your tickets for this Saturday's match against Asheville City SC at Austin East High School over at OneKnoxSC.com. We'll link it up in the show notes. All proceeds go to Austin East, and the match starts at 7.30. That's all we got for you today. Tune in tomorrow when we catch up with Coach Netherland of Austin East Soccer. <laughs>